why the fuck would it go right the first time right okay so here's what we're doing today we're just gonna skip right into it because i don't have a lot of time i had no things on my brain to talk about because mouth hurts um having tooth pain and i needed a little bit of assistance with what the fuck i was finna talk about tonight so i went to one of my favorite um oracle decks and it's called the star codes astro oracle i will link it in the show notes for you and i just asked that we find a card that would spark a really cool conversation tonight so i pulled um cancer which is a lot of things in my chart so we're we're going to talk about it we're going to have a mini intro to nikki's chart um in my heavily loaded sign of cancer so if you don't know anything about astrology, welcome. Neither do I. I have a book and it's going to tell us these things. Um, as for what this deck has to say about the Cancer card, let's read that and then let's get into um, flip your way through my chart. Okay? Because you're going to flip with me because I need a book because I know what amounts to basically fucking nothing about this. Although I'm heavily intrigued and it's my like new obsession. So follow me on a journey of I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Here we go. Ready? This is what the deck has to say about the Cancer card, which is the number four card in this deck. Cancer is symbolized by a crab who asks us to dive deep into the sea of emotion and come back home again. The crab always carries its protective shell, however. This moon-ruled cardinal water sign signifies nutrition in and out of the body and is concerned, I'm sorry, concerned, not concerned, connected (laughs) to the breasts and stomach. The sun shines here June 21st to July 22nd. My birthday is the 21st of July, so I'm barely fucking squeaked in as a cancer. And the action on this card says, be the emotional leader and connect with the parent archetype. If you're in need of a parenting yourself, reach out to the divine mother and father to the earth beneath the sky above and feel held. Once you feel fed by spirit, it becomes easier to accept the ordinary human limitations of the people around you. If you're called to parent others in this situation, whether in love or work, do so with a balanced approach of honest feedback and support and self-care. Nurture without enabling. Model what you want others to do. Nourish the connections with your chosen family and tribe. Nourish bodies, gardens, communities, and your temple's hearth. Cancer calls us to deepen our relationship to home, but not get stuck in its protective shell if you need more out of life you'll have to leave the safety and find what you need find a home base or a safe place within your soul and from that safety be ready to brave exploration and risk caring with all of your heart the challenge is that crabs are on hard on the outside but soft and squishy on the inside remember that the very defenses you think will keep you safe may actually keep important people out soften your shell you have a backbone and are not protected solely by an exoskeleton. And then this says, gift, beware, be aware of the psychic pool in which you float. You, If you feel tossed by the waves or battered by anxiety of those around you, dive down deeper and find the calm below. Float in the ocean of the collective consciousness and feel cradled, nurtured by the Divine Mother, fed and cuddled. That is what the deck has to say. So let's uh, break this down just, just a smidge. So my personal chart... Cancer, the zodiac sign of cancer, is 
ruling my 10th house. So if you look at a zodiac chart, simple look, simple ones look like a pie, right? It's a big circle and it's cut into 12 pieces of a pie. There's those pieces of the pie are called houses, okay? Those houses are all ruled by a zodiac sign. And the house in which Cancer lies in my personal chart, everyone's is different, is ruling my 10th house, okay? And we're going to get into what all of that means. But just to break it down, again, your astrology chart looks like a big old circle cut into 12 pie pieces. Each of those pieces of the pie are considered a house in astrology. And we're going to break that down, what it means. And then each of your houses in astrology are ruled by a certain zodiac sign. So Cancer, Aries, all of those, right? We're talking about signs at this point. So let's get started because it's kind of a lot to unpack. So first we're going to talk about the house in which Cancer rules in my chart, okay? That is the 10th house. And that house in astrology, so... First of all, let me just explain the fuck what a house is. Let's back up just a smidge. So what your house basically is, is the area where you're likely to see the energy of that zodiac sign manifesting most in your life. So for example, the 10th house rules over your career. So any planets in the part of this chart is likely to express itself in your work or public life. That is actually what this book says. And that is actually for true for me because cancer does rule my 10th house okay so here we go we're gonna move on so the 10th house is of career fame public persona purpose reputation status ambitions employers government desire for power success and personal life okay or professional life i'm sorry not personal so the sign of cancer and all that it means to be a Cancer, which we're going to get into here in a minute, will most likely show itself the most in those areas of my life. So the 10th house rules those areas of my life, okay? And according to astrology. And the way the way in which those areas in my life are affected would be through the lens of a Cancer, Cancer characteristics, okay? So moving on. I'm going to try to keep this as simple as humanly possible. But again, I know what amounts to basically fucking nothing. So we're doing this together. Okay. So let me find. I'm flippity flipping. Sorry for the noise. Flippity flip flip flip. Let me find my next page I marked. Okay. Let's talk about cancer. Okay. So um, the dates for you being a cancer would be June 21st birthday. Sorry. Birthdays would be June 21st through July 22nd. So I barely squeaked my ass in there as a cancer i was damn near a leo okay so the symbol is a crab the element that is associated with cancer is water the quality or modality is cardinal we'll get into that and then the ruling planet is uh the moon so the moon's considered a planet in astrology just just easier to talk about it that way um and that each each sign has planets that are most at home in those signs so the moon is most at home in cancer so it rules the sign of cancer okay and then there's some body parts um keywords to describe a cancer would be sensitive intuitive nurturing compassionate and moody which hello i mean hello the moody part 
So this is what we're going to learn about a cancer real quick. Cancer is the fourth sign of the zodiac. It encourages us to open our hearts, to love ourselves, and to work on feeling at peace within ourselves. Cancer can highlight our emotional state, but it also encourages us to accept ourselves, forgive, and move through the world with compassion. In the Greek myth of the Cancer constellation, the crab was a fearless and compassionate protector of all sea life. One day it risked its life to warn another sea creature that it was in danger. A goddess witnessed the crab's bravery, so she threw its broken pieces into the sky, forming the constellation of the crab to remind us of the importance of standing up for ourselves and others in times of need or injustice. We can tune into cancer energy whenever we need compassion and nourishment, but also when we are looking for strength to stand up for the for those we love and for what we believe in. So that's a little bit about cancer, okay? So moving on, we are going to talk about um, what what things are are in cancer for me, what planets are in cancer for me, what planets are hanging out in this 10th house with my sun sign being in cancer. So that's a little bit about a cancer sun. Let's move on. I'm losing all my bookmarks. Hold, please. <laughs> this is the most fucked up one you're going to find in a minute now because I'm just, we're just rolling with it. Okay. We're just rolling with it. So let me get to the sun in cancer because I lost the bookmark for this somehow. Where you be? Okay, ready? Okay, so what it means to have your sun sign in cancer. You have a soft, nurturing, and intuitive nature. Like the sun rises and sets, you go through your own moods. Fucking right. Sometimes you may feel ready to share your gifts and messages with the world, and other times you need to retreat into your shell and spend time in reflection. Could not be more motherfucking true. Your feelings, although overwhelming at times, can be a powerful compass of guidance as you walk your life path. Trusting your intuition and learning to treat your feelings as messengers will help you feel more empowered and connected to your intuition. Along with intuition, another gift is your ability to nurture and soothe and to lead with compassion. While this is beautiful, it is important that you also learn to set healthy boundaries. Yeah, that's a fucking problem. You're a giver at heart, but when you don't have boundaries, you quickly become depleted or find yourself feeling taken advantage of. You are forgiving and supportive, but you need to ensure that the people in your life are respectful and they're there for you are there for you as you are for them. When you don't feel loved and supported by others, you can feel lonely or feel the need to hide. If you observe this at any point, know the medicine you need is self-love. It is through this that you will find your confidence and strength to protect yourself and your well-being. Self-acceptance and feeling at home in yourself, no matter what is happening around you, is also an important lesson. When you recognize that home is always a place within you, that is that is when you can feel the safety and assuredness you need to go into the world and spread your light. Take a moment to ask yourself, do I feel at home within myself? Close your eyes and place your hand over your heart as you ask yourself this question. Listen to the answer that rises up. So, this is something that has been a massive theme in my life is coming to find safety within myself and finding a sense of security within myself and, and kind of squashing the codependence I've had on certain people in my life. And when I was first learning about all this stuff, this was very shocking to me um, because I've had a very big misunderstanding of what it means to be a cancer my whole life. I always thought there's no way I'm not that emotional. Like I don't, because everyone says, oh, you're a cancer. You must be a watery emotional mess. Well, sure, but not really. Like I never really identified that way. And 
when I learned more about, you know, the other things in my, in that same house with my sun sign and where that stuff manifests and, and kind of what it really does mean to be a cancer. It's not just this outwardly emotional, crazy heap of, of tears. It's emotional on the inside with a hard shell on the outside where you're very few people get let into that squishy feeling and that squishy part of you, right? And that made much more sense to me the more that I learned about what it truly is like to be a cancer. It's not just, you know, tears and fucking sap all the time. It's fuck all of you until I trust you enough to let you in here, right? So let's talk about um, something else that happens to be in the sign of cancer for me. Um, and that is my moon. And first of all, your your moon is your emotional self. So when we're learning about the moon and like what it means to have a moon sign in a certain, you know, house or whatever, um, your moon is your emotional body. And that's just the simplest way to put it. Um, so... The moon in Cancer. This is what it's like to have the moon in Cancer. Um, Keywords for this are soft, nurturing, intuitive, and sensitive, much like the sun sign. Um, So moving on. The moon feels most at home in the sign of Cancer. So you may find yourself extra sensitive to the cycles of the moon, which is way fucking true for me. Like, way fucking true. Before I even started tracking the cycles of the moon for me, and it's something I do now all the time, and I compare it to my period, it's a whole thing. Um, we, we, Lord fucking help me, it's late. I, <laughs> before I ever started tracking the cycles of the moon, I've always felt very connected to it, always. Before I even knew anything about astrology or knew anything about my chart or where things were, I just, I've always felt very connected to the moon. Um, so the moon can be your compass and a power source of energy. So tune into its rhythms and see how you can work with it. You're empathetic and have the gift of being able to pick up emotions from the world around you, which is a gift, but also a curse, right? Um, it goes back to what the deck said about like, be aware of what, where you're swimming, right? Because the shit you're picking up might not always be yours. It says... What else does it say? I lost my place. Oh, while this makes you beautifully sensitive and intuitive, it's important to also have boundaries and regularly protect your energy. Hence what I just said. Um, Learning to stand up for yourself and say no to others is a valuable lesson. Naturally nurturing and a giver at heart, giving and looking for others to make you feel secure and add to your feelings of safety, but make sure... I read that wrong. Giving and looking after others, there we go, can make you feel secure and add to your feelings of safety, but make sure that you aren't overdoing it to the point of sacrificing yourself. What you can give to others, how much others need you, and how far you can bend over backwards are not measures of your worth. That is a very fucking hard lesson that I have had to learn my entire fucking life and still am learning it every single day. You are worthy, so don't use your compassionate nature as a way to mask your insecurities. If you ever need the reminder, simply gaze into your eyes in the mirror and repeat aloud, I love myself. Just like the moon goes through phases, you may find yourself feeling moody at times and needing to retreat into your shell for a long time to recharge your batteries. Regularly practicing self-love and acceptance is key for you to be able to turn it, tune into the powerful healing and nurturing gifts that having a moon in cancer can bring. So, again, it protect the boundaries, pay attention to whose shit's pit you're picking up. Is it yours? Is it not yours? Um, but it does come along with a lot of powerful, you know, 
ability. Like I'm, I can read a room. I've always been able to read a room. Um, from a little kid, I've been able to read a room, and I've always been very intuitive. And I've talked about shutting my intuition down. Like those, I think it's in my journaling episode that I talked the most about my intuition and like how hard it was to get that back and start listening to myself again and knowing what I know without knowing, right? Like that's intuition. You just fucking know and you can't explain why you know, but you just know and then you find out later you're right. Yeah, that's that. I've always had that. I've always been incredibly intuitive, but denying myself for so long denying what I actually wanted doing everything I could to just fit in and and doing all of this bending over backwards for people to make them like me just it killed that and so getting that back was a fight it was a struggle so that's what it's like to have a moon sign in cancer so the other thing hanging out in the sign of cancer for me is venus So that's the other planet hanging out in there. So Venus is the way you, it's the way you express love. But let me find out what they say about it because it's just, it's more than that. So Venus, the key words for that is beauty, femininity, love, divine, intuitive, more intuition, right? Um, And Venus rules over your relationships, your money, profits, fashion, the beauty industry, and creative work. So we're going to remember what I said, where this planet is in the 10th house of my career and public roles. Okay. My professional life. So Venus being in my 10th house in cancer. Okay. What's a, I know this is a lot. Just, just follow me. It's all going to make sense in the end. I promise. Venus is a planet that rules over love, beauty, creativity, money, profits, that shit. Okay. And it says, wherever there is a matter involving the heart, we can look to Venus for clues and guidance. Along with being a guiding compass for our heart, the sign Venus was in the time, hold on, words are hard. Along with being a guiding compass for our heart, the sign Venus was in at the time of your birth can signal what we need to, do, what we need to feel emotionally fulfilled and what we are attracted to and what we value. So that being in my 10th house of careers and public roles, leads to the inference that I would be most fulfilled and happy and emotionally satisfied when I'm being creative and letting that creativity be what I do for a living, right? Hence this goddamn podcast. <laughs> like, um, I actually had a reading with an astrologer. I think I've mentioned it before, but I'll link her in the show notes. She just had a baby, so she's there's a wait list um, because her little Leo showed up a little early. Um, but she's wonderful. And when she read my chart and she saw how packed my 10th house was, she was like, yeah, you do a lot of things with the work, don't you? Like, you like to work and that makes you happy and you do something probably quite creative. And she did not know that I had a podcast. So um, she's like, there it is. That makes sense. <laughs> So the podcast was written in my stars, quite fucking literally. All right, so let's talk about Venus and Cancer. You are a soft, sensitive, words are hard. You are soft, sensitive, and cautious with love, truth. You are heart-driven and tend to feel the emotions of the world. So learning how to open your heart even wider can be a delicate matter. As you are so sensitive, you can trust your intuition and your first impressions when it comes to meeting people. What did I just say? I could read a room, right? 
If something feels off, it often is. As you are so sensitive, opening up and sharing with others can feel challenging, but know that as you follow your intuition and get confident with yourself, you can make those connections more easily. Part of your purpose in this life is learning how to feel safe and secure within yourself. The more confident and secure you feel inside, the easier it will be for you to open up to others. While self-love is an important lesson for all of us, for you, learning to love yourself is key if you want to be able to learn to love others. When receiving love... While receiving love is important, when Venus is in Cancer, the lesson of self-love is very pronounced. So again, going back to this whole reason why I started this fucking show, I had to learn who the fuck was I really, what did I want out of life, and do I even fucking like me, right? And that has been this whole journey over the last couple of years, is figuring out who the fuck I am and figuring out how to love that person, because I've never done it before right? And this has been a very key part of my life and it's literally written in my stars. And the more that I learn about this shit, the crazier it gets. And this is just one house we're talking about, people. Remember, there are 12 of those fuckers in a chart. 12 houses in a chart and 12 zodiac signs. We're just talking about one sign and one house with all this shit in it, okay? Moving on. That's Venus. Next. So I also have Jupiter in that house and in that sign. So Jupiter, the most simple thing I can say about it is it amplifies shit. It's abundant. It's big motherfucker, right? That's the biggest motherfucker in the sky. So when you think Jupiter's around, you can think big, you can think bold, you can think abundant, you can think a lot of shit, okay? So Jupiter, keywords, uh, abundance, expansion, opportunity, rules over fame, fortune, law, higher education, religion and philosophy, and international travel. So Jupiter is the largest planet in the solar system, like I said, has a strong magnetic magnetic force that can help expand our mind, our heart, and the opportunities around us. Our Jupiter can also indicate natural strengths and talents and where we are given an extra sprinkling of luck. Jupiter reveals to us where we can thrive and shows us areas of our lives where we may find the natural gifts and talents that we have show again this is in my 10th house of career and public roles so again next to my sun my moon and my venus are we tracking what's happening here does anyone understand this is what i'm trying to tell you is all this shit is in one fucking house that has to do with career and public roles we've talked about a planet that is over creative work love um self all the self-love shit you can possibly have your emotional self opening up about my emotional self and and moving through these emotions and sharing this with other people as i learn things and then now we have jupiter this big motherfucker all up in here amplifying all of this shit and helping out because when these planets are all in the same house together they're very close to each other and that that usually help their their shit affects the other shit in it so this is helping out all this other shit about me in this house of career and public roles okay so let's let's learn about what jupiter in the sign of cancer means says your kind eyes and compassionate heart are your secret weapons while people are drawn to your warmth part of your journey in this life is learning how to fill your cup with self-love and nourishment you are giving and always thinking of ways to help others but your purpose in this life is learning to 
give to yourself too. You need to embrace the idea of receiving and the main thing you need to learn how to receive is your own love, compassion, and forgiveness. You can look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you. How easily can you forgive yourself when things go wrong? You are already a being of love, but your task lies in learning to open to the love that you are. Your task is to remove all the blocks and boundaries you have created that keep love out of your own heart. You have a lot of love to give in this life, not just to yourself, but to others as well. While everyone deserves to receive love, be mindful about who you are choosing to allow into your presence. Sometimes loving from a distance is okay. I have also had to learn that lesson in my life in big fucking ways with big prominent people in my life. Okay, not chosen people with blood people. I have had to learn Some folks, you can love them, but you got to love them at an arm's length, okay? Got to love them at an arm's length. And all of this shit going on in this 10th house, again, we're going to talk about it again in my 10th house, all of this shit going on, and the astrologer kind of confirmed this for me, it leads to this whole career public roles thing is a massive part of who I am. She was kind of like, oh, okay, when I told her that I was a stay-at-home mom for so many years because she's like, I, I get it, right? Like, I get it. But I can obviously see that that's not what you were supposed to be doing with your life. Like, you are meant to be out there talking to the people, working with the people, loving on the people, loving on yourself and sharing who you are as a person and like how you've come through the world and 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 ex- expressing as your truest form of yourself and that's where you're going to exceed and and excel in life. Succeed not exceed. <laughs> Succeed and excel in life is by doing those things, by learning to love yourself, by sharing that that journey with other people, by having those hard set boundaries, by making sure that you are taking care of you as well as other people, that shit is how you're going to shine in your career, right? So she called that shit, right? Right off bat. Just by looking at this little piece of pie that is my astrology astrology chart, right? Part of the piece of this whole ass pie is all going on in this one house. That's a lot of shit to be packed into one house, okay? It's just a lot. And then one more thing is in there. And it is, I don't have an incredibly large explanation for it because it's something I'm still trying to understand myself. But it's called um, the midheaven. And so let's talk about that real quick if I can find the damn thing. Give me a second. Sorry. Flippity flip the pages. Flippity flip. I know you're in here somewhere. Okay. Where you at? There it be. Okay. Here we go. So my midheaven is also in the sign of cancer at zero degrees. So it's right there. Like it's literally splits these four. Um, they call them the sacred angles. But they, it splits my shit literally in force. Okay. So my midheaven, um, this, the midheaven is, um, what sits between your ninth and 10th houses. The sign here indicates how you approach your career and passions and how you go after fulfilling your purpose. The sign that rules over your midheaven is also the energy or quality that can connect you with your higher self or to the power of your soul. So, 
here's another massive fucking aspect of my chart in the sign of cancer that has to do with my career and my passions. So yes, my 10th house has to do with career and passions, but the midheaven in general in anyone's chart has to do with your career and your passions and how you're fulfilling your life purpose. Like how are you going after that? Not what is it? How are you going after it? So how I'm going to achieve my life's purpose and go after my life's purpose has to do with the qualities of the sign of cancer. So there's a lot going on there, right? And there's a lot to think about, okay? And again, I know what amounts to basically nothing, but I do know this, that apparently I was supposed to do this shit, right? Apparently, all along, written in my stars, was this life I'm currently living. And that is why I love astrology, people. Because before I knew any of this shit, like I'm talking within the last maybe four months, have I really started digging into astrology and learning this shit. I have gone on all of these journeys and I have I've done all this shit through the last couple of years. And then finding out how to do how to read my chart and what all of this means. This was validation for me because I've lived this shit already. Had I found this before, I might have been like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, this happened. But I, I maybe I just like I'm making a connection that's not there. It's the opposite. It, it gave me validation. It gave me what I needed to understand that I was on the right path because I've already lived a lot of this shit that has been pointing in these directions for my entire life. So I was able to look at this chart and the astrologer I looked with, I worked with was able to look at my chart and go, yeah, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Like, look at this. It's writ- literally written in your stars. Everything that's happening in your life right now and has happened in your life right now up to this point. And there was so much more that was in that fucking chart, y'all, that was past shit that there's no way she would have been able to know about me. There's not a Google search you could have done. There's not a get on my Instagram you could have found. None of it. None of that shit she knew from just from reading that chart could she have known by doing her homework, right, on me. Because first of all, there ain't that much shit out there about me anyway she could even do her homework on because I'm not that cool, right? Like, I'm, I'm not that big of a fucking deal. But she could have still found my Instagram, my Facebook, whatever, and I share a lot on there. So, but the things she was able to peg, I have never shared. And I have not talked about. So, it was validation for me is what I'm getting at. And that is why I love astrology. And we are going to keep talking about this because I'm learning... And I like to talk about it as I learn with this kind of stuff because it helps to cement it in my brain. If I can read it to y'all, if y'all can go on these little journeys with me um, and kind of learn along with me, it makes it easier for me to retain the shit because I do eventually at some point want to be able to do this for other people. I would like to be able to look at someone's chart and be able to give them the validation that knowing those things that day gave me. Like that is one of the biggest things that I think is going to be a shift for me is I didn't see this coming, right? I didn't see the astrology factor of my life coming. I didn't see me loving this so much and me truly understanding it the way I understand it and being so drawn to it. I never really saw that shit coming, but it makes a lot of sense to me now. Um, And I'm just going to go with it. 
So um, I'm excited to keep learning about this. Thank you for listening to all this babble that made probably absolutely no goddamn sense to anybody, um, especially if you're not into this shit. If you listen to the whole thing and you don't even know anything about astrology and you don't even like astrology and you think I'm batshit crazy, that's love and thank you. Um, But I do have to let y'all go because you know what? I'm hungry and this is already coming out late as it is and I have like editing to do and like uploading to do and all the things, right? So all the podcasty things, y'all know where I am. Um, everything is linked in the show notes. I'm going to link the book, um, that I was reading this stuff out of for you too, because it wasn't just my deck I was reading out of. There's another book, um, that I'm using. It's called The Ultimate Guide to Astrology. And I cannot say this woman's name, um, at all. So I'm just going to link it in the show notes. I got it at Barnes and Noble, but I'm sure there's plenty of places you can get it. Um, I, I love this book. It's very simple to understand. It breaks down very complex and confusing things into very simple little nuggets of information that are easy to digest. So I'll link this. I'll link the deck. um, And then if you want to pull your own chart, I can link two sources to do that. One that's a little bit more complicated and then one that's quite simple that I actually like to use um, and was the first little taste I had into astrology. I have the book that this woman wrote and then I also like her website because it's very simple view of a chart. Um, It's very easy to understand and she breaks a lot of things down. So I will link all of that stuff for you. Um, All the podcasty things, make sure you're liking, you're sharing, you're commenting, you're rating, you're reviewing all the things. Um, I the exposure factor when you're rating and reviewing the show goes through the roof for me so if you like what I'm doing and you want to help me out for free right for free rate and review the show and share and tell your people and tag me on social media that is how I get exposure that's how the show can grow is from y'all helping me do that and thank you for everyone who already has um merch is still a thing um, I'm still working on a new design. I, I sort of almost have it done, but I just, I really have not had time to even like solidify it and upload it. But new merch is coming soon. Um, and then I also have um, Fountain, which is, I, it's linked, but it's a way, it's a way to listen to my show where you can earn points and I can earn point. I forget, sats, I think they're called sats. See, I'm still learning, I don't know. Sats and I earn sats and those sats turn into like, Bitcoin, I think. Go learn about it. It's linked. There's a thingy. If you sign up, I get money. You get money. It's cool. Okay. And, and you're listening to the show anyway, so you might as well get paid to listen to it. Go check it out. And then what else? Oh, Facebook community. So also that's linked. Come join me over there because there's like not a lot of y'all right now over there and it makes me feel real lonely and sad. And um, we've already talked about that in my chart. Like I can get lonely and sad when I feel like nobody loves me. So go love me on Facebook, please. Like go talk to me, introduce yourself to the people, um, introduce yourself to me if I don't know you personally already. And even if I do, just do it because you love me and you want to help me. So do it. Okay, um, bye. I don't have anything else to say. Thank you for listening to All the Babble. Okay, love you, bye. Thank you.